There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Go! Ice cream and jelly. Ice cream and jelly. Ah, there we go. They call him Mr. Dembele, ice cream and jelly. <laughs> when he gets a ball, he scores a goal. And then we need a, a follow-up. This week, the international break is finally over and the business end of the season begins. Celtic stamp their authority on the league as County stamp theirs on Bruni's bits. All this and more on the latest episode of 20 Minute Tips. Hello and welcome to episode 132 of 20 Minute Tims On board this week, uh, Melly Hello Stephen Greetings And I'm going to try something different there You turn out <laughs> I am Jamie um, It was an international break for us But it wasn't really an international break for much of the Celtic squad Because I had to be looked through and a lot of them Heavy A lot of them were playing yeah. That's what you want, you want a squad full of internationals don't you? You do and that's what we've got The price of success and all that jazz <laughs> So what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through and enlighten you if you don't know how many Celtic players were involved. We had uh, Chris Fryer, mm-hmm. um, who's been performing well for Celtic recently. His first involvement. Well, come on. <laughs> he's okay. He's been really good. Pretty right. daft. He's been really good. Um, and he earned himself an international call-up. Yeah. Full, full cap for the Norway team playing at centre-half. I wondered actually what kind of team Norway have nowadays. Cause Probably a really... Norwegian one. Yeah, a Norwegian <laughs> one. Uh, I'm not really sure what kind of team they've got now because uh, you don't really hear much about them now. They've not got that kind of golden generation they had. And it was Olsen yeah. and, uh, all those years ago. I had a look at their squad and there's some there's some right good players in there. Some players that Scotland would be, would be grateful for. So... To, for him to get into that squad at such a young age is Johansson is he in Norwegian? yes what about Thomas Romney is he getting a game? Uh, no, I wouldn't Lulz. have thought so no <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually played in, he played against Rogic mm. uh, um, who, who featured for Australia he, came, he featured in both games I don't know if he started or not the lesser seen Christian Gamboa he was he's he's actually played now more games for Costa Rica while he's been at Celtic than he has for Celtic. <laughs> he's like he's sort of like Costa Rica's Alan Hutton, and yeah, he, he doesn't exactly. he, he doesn't play club football. He just he's somehow right. How many caps has Christian Gamboa got? I have no about idea. Eighty odd probably I, by this point because he doesn't he didn't play for West Brom either, but has played for a World Cup in that time. So he yeah. plays World Cups, plays internationals left and right, but never plays for a club. Again, it's, it's a bit scary to think we've, we've got Lustig. How many caps has he got? 60, 60 odd yeah. we've got a guy with 60 odd caps we've got Gamboa could have 80 odd caps and we've got Ralston a Scotland under 21 prospect and what are we saying we need a right back <laughs> 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 on Gamboa a common uh, defence for Lustig from the Lustig apologists out there is that oh he's not done he's going to a World Cup uh, well aye but I mean a World Cup by its very nature they're not exclusively populated by top class players yeah. there's going to be a lot of rotten players in there not to say that Lustig is but so is Gamboa. Gamboa's going to a World Cup as well. And is Bruno Alves gone? Is he still getting his game for Portugal? Um, presumably. Yeah. Uh, it's, still, it's still quite a mystery, though, what, what's happened to Gamboa. I mean, we'd see, discuss every week. He does okay for us. Yeah. His international manager happens to rate him. He's actually brought a, 
a personal trainer over from Spain to ensure that he's fit enough to play when the World Cup comes calling. Um, Boyata, we can, well, I'm sure we'll discuss him when we get to Ross County. But he was an unused sub for Belgium against Saudi Arabia. His um, international involvement amounted to being trolled by Romelu Lukaku. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Romelu Lukaku posted a video of Boyata. I don't know if they were on a bus or at some sort of team meeting, but it's, the caption was, when you play for Rangers, and it was just Boyata sitting looking miserable at this team <laughs> meeting thing. <laughs> Um, Lustig as you mentioned he featured in their loss against Chile but sat out against Romania and then Scotland um, it was quite a, a Celtic heavy Scotland team with McGregor and Armstrong both featured in Costa Rica Hendry, Armstrong, McGregor, Forrest and I suppose Ryan Christie all featured in the win against Hungary and that means that you've got Ayer and Hendry both featuring for their international team yeah that's good um can only be a good thing having them involved in international setups this this early in their careers mm. for Celtic. I know there'll be a lot of people pointing to, well, why was it why wasn't he recognised for Scotland when he was at Dundee? Yeah. But, but see that as much as it's no one wants to hear it, see signing for Celtic it is an acknowledgement that he is level yeah. he, might, he might not make it, but he is ready to make some sort of step up to international football. Being recognised as good enough for Celtic mm. potentially is a step above you know, being like Ross County or whatever but again when this time of the season came if he was still playing for Dundee and playing well it might have yeah, got a call it, anyway. it was good for Dundee as well yeah, that's that's important to remember no one I don't think any Celtic players started the Costa Rica game which made me want Gamboa to bang in a hat yeah. to be perfectly honest but I think by all accounts I didn't see it but uh, by all accounts Armstrong came on and changed the game yeah Armstrong and McGregor um, Dembele and Cham both featured for France under 21 um, Dembele scored I think they were playing Kazakhstan and Mon- Montenegro. Aye, yeah, that, yeah. that was an absolute peach free kick. That's quite encouraging for me because the France under twenty one team must be jam packed full of quality quality players across the board. France do nowadays. France have got an absolutely outrageous amount of top class players. And in fact, we were talking about this at the Ross County game, which we're going to go on to talk about. Nelly and I were talking about how good the Celtic squad is today. Mm. It's probably the best squad that I can remember that bench against Ross yeah, County was nice exactly and the, the the Martin O'Neill first 11 was undoubtedly unquestionably better than this one individual for individual was much better than this one but in terms of actual squads when you actually scratch the surface of O'Neill's team you start getting into your David Fernandez's and yeah. Momo Sillas and all that but look at the bench Celtic can call upon just now but the reason that I thought of France is that you know, at times Celtic haven't really clicked this season France have got like 40, 50 top class players, but you can only pick 11 of them at one go. So if you can't get the system to suit your players for the first 11, it, there's no really any use having 40 or 50 outside of that. Do you think Dembele will go to the World Cup? No, I don't think. I think he'll just miss out. It's maybe a season too early for him, mm. but I think he'll be in there soon enough. Well, who, who are the French strikers they're taking with them? Presumably they've got Mbappe, Giroud, and Griezmann's number one. So. Griezmann. Aye, it'll be tough tough for them to squeeze in there you've got other you've got attackers that aren't necessarily central school strikers as well you've got Coleman and guys like Anthony Martial and all I mean they've got yeah so you've got so many attacking options Dembele's not going to make it I'd be amazed if he did at this stage but plenty of time for him as far as transfer rumours go there was a few wee snippets on the international break KT was linked with a move to Man U again Um, again. it it seems as if it's not Man U it's Arsenal it's somewhere do you think you think there's any weight to that? Sort of no smoke without fire at Aye. this stage. Well, we know for a fact that these clubs are interested in, in Kieran Tierney. We have done for, for some time now. Whether Celtic can be tempted or not is a different matter. Man United will obviously be looking for a left-back. They've had Ashley Young playing there all season. Luke Shaw has been 
publicly bullied by Jose Mourinho <laughs> at this stage he's not going to feature again so Man United will be in the market for a left back whether it's Tierney or not who knows but hopefully not I'm not convinced it doesn't seem like Jose's kind of player he's not a defender first and foremost he likes his defenders big mm. tall like remember he had a van I guess Lee Young uh, well he's not got a choice <laughs> but does he right now but he likes his he plays Linderoff at right back sometimes True. he played Ivanovic at right back he likes all his defenders to first and foremost defend and Tierney's game is a complete opposite to that so I don't know I mean Tierney is a, a quality player and he loves being at Celtic I just if, if Tierney wasn't Glasgow born a Celtic fan I would be more inclined to think that he'd be looking for a move but I just I just don't see it not not the now anyway not this not before summer. 10 nah not before 10 you're quite right another player that says he wants to stay here for 10 um, Scott Sinclair the Sun had an exclusive which when it's in the Sun means it's made up um, and they said that he was definitely away Bournemouth and Brighton wanted him in the summer and he was miserable here and he came out actually on the Celtic website, which I thought was quite unusual, but he came out, Celtic website done a story, and he categorically said, I've been to so many clubs, and this is where I've been at my happiest. Leaving here would be out of the question. I want to be here for 10 in a row. Happy at that? Yeah, good. I thought, come on to Ross County, but I thought he was good, and I think he'll be vital in this run-in now. Yeah, definitely. I was, I was surprised to hear it from him, to be honest. I thought he would maybe just sort of keep his powder dry until the summer and then see what happens really, but for him to come out and, and state so... So adamantly yeah, that he yeah, wants to stay is yeah it's encouraging categorical because we've always said we've been kind of down on Sinclair's form at points this season and rightly so because it hasn't it hasn't turned up this season but we'd never want rid of good players good proven players and and Scott Sinclair's definitely one of those we, we kind of said a couple of weeks ago that maybe you know Scott Sinclair's forms maybe dipped because of the partnerships he's not mm. getting to form up and some tactical things have changed and, and Brendan Rodgers backing up that story said you know Scott's very happy here he says he hasn't played the last couple of games but that's because we've changed the tactical ideas mm. of the team so yeah I mean I was pretty down on Scott Sinclair but it's amazing what a player coming out and committing himself to the club can do for you you know yeah. what I mean so now I'm right behind him I'm like well the guy wants to stay he's just having a wee hard time give him a wee cuddle and let him, <laughs> let him play his football he's got to start delivering now that's the only thing he's got to, got to put all his, his uh, form issues behind him and, and start doing it now so there's actually there's actually well there's seven games to go how many yeah. post games do we get Melly? Five, seven league games to go and at least a semi-final. Aye, at least a semi-final. Now it is, as Brendan Rodgers called it, the business end of the season and the sort of player of the year shortlists are getting drawn up. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, we'll do that towards the end of the season. But, I mean, for me, I, I don't think there's any question. Play of the year, Scott Brown. Yeah, aye, I'd go along with that. But I think it's like, it's like one of those Oscar awards where yeah. they give it to they give it to someone who's always deserved it yeah. so Gibbs won it one year didn't yeah, he his last season yeah exactly I think I think it's, it's Scott Brown's turn more than most definitely and he has been the best player of the season I just I don't think there's been any huge standouts certainly not at Celtic other than other than Brown I wouldn't say it's, um, if Celtic win it they'll win it for the fifth year in a row now mm. the last time Celtic won it five times in a row was well Harlson and Rickson shared it so I'm not I'm not including that but the 1996-97 season to 2000-2001 we won it five years in a row now this is the little quiz I'm going to give you who can name in order the, the five players who won it so 96-97 season who won it? Decanio correct following year we've, had, no, we've no. had him on this podcast as a guest which is available still Craig Bowley? no, no. Not had him on. <laughs> no, you know, it was Jackie McNamara. Yeah. Following that, it was. Larson. Correct. Then, the following season after Larson, it was another striker, 
terrific player went to Leeds. Viduka. Yep, and then following that again, Larson again. Larson again, absolutely. So this will be Viduka the Viduka player of the year. I forgot uh, about uh, that, actually. Yeah. Uh, so we so we win it. This will be this will be five years in a row. I think it has to be Scott Brown. Brown, um, manager of the year. Mm. Yeah, that's a trickier one. I say this without the the treble having potentially arrived yeah. yet, but as it stands, I would make a case for Steve Clark. Okay, at the moment because I, I said it all before. And I said that, make your case. Yeah, I said it was it was based on what the the manager had done with the resources available to them, rather than the trophies yeah. one. Because that's that's the reason the the award exists. If it was just a, a case of whoever won the league every year, they would just you know, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. So it's not always who wins the league, who's the manager of the year, and that's, that's not just in Scotland. That's a few countries that's there, happened. There's a lot still to play for. So Steve Clark. I mean, what I will say is you, you could make a case for Steve Clark, and I have on the podcast, but. I'm also thinking, you know, there's still a lot to play for. Mm. And could you make a case for Neil Lennon if he finishes second, having just come up? Because Steve Clark's taken a team that was a Premier League team yeah. and moved them up the league. Neil Lennon has taken a team from the division below and he'll finish higher than Steve Clark. Yeah, it's a valid point. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the Steve Clark thing, we came away from the game, the Ross County game yesterday, and Commander could won a game, won again rather. And we just thought it, it's amazing that we've gotten to the stage when we just expect Kamalik to win games. Yeah. So the Kamalik are going to games as favourites, and that's that's an incredible turnaround. Hibs are Hibs are a bigger club than Kamalik, and they can attract better players because of who Neil Lennon is and has established himself at that club. Steve Clark has only had one transfer window, mm. so yeah, it is a valid point to bring Neil Lennon in there. There's been a, a lot of good managers. This I think year. Neil Lennon's been kind of overlooked a bit. Melly, if he finishes second, no, there's an argument. It, it, him. Brendan Rodgers and Steve Clark have to be the shortlist. I can't disagree with that. If it was any other season and maybe Celtic didn't win a treble and Steve Clark wasn't there, you'd have to look at Lennon as a clear favourite, but maybe with the way he is with the referees or he's yeah. always in trouble, maybe that goes against him. I can't believe I said it's not always the manager who wins the league who wins the manager of the year and forgot to mention Warburton that <laughs> year he won it yeah. <laughs> from the championship. That's pathetic. <laughs> That's, pathetic. That's just the hype. That's just, that is as much as they love Rangers. Um, we were saying it's sort of, sort of kneel on for Bruni. It's because it's his testimonial coming up mm. against the Republic of Ireland of Living, which sent... Hun Twitter into oh. ferocious <laughs> meltdown about the fact why are they playing Ireland why are they playing Ireland why not that was seriously ugly it really I, was it's a kickabout um, we're playing Ireland and the proceeds of which are going to the family of Lee Miller which is a, a brilliant gesture footballers yeah. don't need a testimonial anymore they make enough money during their career yeah they're, they're quite rare for that for that reason not, yeah. not that many fans are up for going and, and playing already severely wealthy footballers with with yet more testimonial money which is a good and it's a good idea to to give them a cherry I think that was started with a couple of Irish players it was it well boys dreams can come true oh no here we go this again guess who's going to be playing at Celtic Park this season tell us Melly James McLean will be playing at Celtic Park this season one half for Ireland one half for Celtic. Get it done. Get it. <laughs> do you think we'll see? Do you think it'll be a straight testimony? Do you think we'll see like? Old, you think we'll see like Lennon coming back and players from the past coming back? A bit like a a Royal Rumble where all the wrestlers all come back for a shot. I think so. It's the day after the cup final, so it'll be the same idea as the the game last season, yeah. Larson and Lubo. So it'll be a few fat guys running about and James McLean wheeling out rizzle kicks and yeah, <laughs> and that boy if he won the Um now we can move on to league business. Mm. Celtic v Ross County. Ross County, a team on the very edge. Jim O'Brien, a player who looked like he was on the very edge. Did you see him, John, again? 
Yeah, it looked as if he'd, he'd been snorting Red Bull before the game. He was right <laughs> up for it. He former was, Celtic ace, Jim O'Brien. Ah, yeah. yeah. Full of Celtic aces, Ross yeah. County. He was, he was berating within about two minutes. We'll get to the lineups and all that in a minute, but he, within about two minutes, he was berating every teammate for a misplaced pass, for not making a run. He was off his rocker. Oh, by the way, we're recording this on April Fool's Day. So we are. Yeah. Um, and happy Easter, guys. Happy Easter. Um, did you see? Did you see the April Fool by Red Bull this, this morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even even Red Bull are taking the piss out of Rangers on April Fool's Day. What was it just for? It was for anyone. those who don't know. Yeah, sorry. Red Bull tweeted, um, "Are you going to tell them at Rangers FC or shall we?" And they put up a, a picture of Rangers strip with Red Bull as a sponsor. <laughs> and, and what happens is Rangers fans are so pathetic that even though they knew it was a lie, they still wanted it to be true. The, the funniest bit about it was it was this season strip yeah. as well. This season strip with a Red Bull logo uh, on it. Sorry, lads, it's thirty-two <laughs> red forever now. Um, <laughs> Celtic v Ross County Melly lineup formation tactics. It seemed like it was back to last season's formation, and it seemed like Celtic were back to me. I thought it was so much better. I was. really enjoyed mm. the game from the start. We got a decent start, and. What a difference Stuart Armstrong made. I said a few weeks ago, like I felt we were missing him, but I wasn't sure if it was because you sort of think because a player isn't in the team that we spoke about, we missed him. But the guy was frightening from the mm. very start. In behind the midfield and in front of the defence every time, he's driving to the box. They couldn't handle him at all. No. There was nobody tracking him. He was popping up everywhere. Him, McGregor and Sinclair... Just absolutely dominated that left-hand side. It was great to see again, and with Rogic inside as well, we were just tearing them apart. And it made me think, I'm glad he's back, but it was at the expense of Cham. Yeah. And it made me worry that Brown and Cham, they're not similar players, but they both sit and try and dictate. Aye. Whereas Armstrong breaks into the box, creates space, takes on the early shots. And I was, I'm a bit worried that it's not could be a brown, a brown beaton situation. Yeah, I mean, beaton's not a bad player, yeah. but he suffered from that. It's, for it's a, a great seasons. example of Armstrong's a great example of a player who does most of his good work off the ball. Like as you were saying, oh, exactly. like, I mean, his running, uh, he was absolutely terrific. And I know what you mean. It gave me um, mixed feelings because the guy's off. I mean, he looks to be off anyway. He's not really committing mm-hmm. to Celtic. I was happy with Encham. I thought Encham is a good player. He is a good player. But like you say, when Armstrong comes in and changes the way the side play for the better, you're kind of like, oh, damn it. You know, you know, I have to admit, having seen the lineup and the weight of the game, I thought, eh, not, not that bothered about that because it was, there were so very few surprises in it. There was no Massander, no Roberts or anything like that. Run, that run was, through the lineup, maybe. Yeah, that was, that was kind of going for. So it was just a very predictable back four. Lustig was back in. So it was Lustig, Boyata, Ayer, and well, McGregor, McGregor filled yeah. in the left back, which was which was obvious because of Tierney's continued absence. Midfield, Brown and Armstrong at the expensive in Cham. Now Armstrong, yeah, you're right. He was he was man of the match by a country mile. He was he was superb, and he, as we said with, with Sinclair earlier on, he needs he needs partnerships out there, and he, he the three of them worked worked perfectly well together. Armstrong does most of his good work on the left and there was always the story about him was that he can't play in the left that's why he's been so bad for the first couple of seasons mm-hmm. he can play in the left and does it, it, everything he does comes down the left hand side but he just couldn't play there under Ronnie Dyla that that was the fact a lot of people give Armstrong credit for being able to bust past defenders with, with energy and strength and all that but some of his touches were great yeah, that yeah. can often let him down as he's passing and his, his first touch and things like that but it was, it was just one of those games everything clicked he got his goal which he thoroughly deserved as well came up with a wee solution that probably won't 
happen this season with oh, Hot Brendan, listening, Brendan, Brendan yeah. listening yeah. <laughs> possibly next when Brendan was at Chelsea his preferred formations when he was the reserve coach or whatever he was preferred formations from Mourinho were 4 3 3 or 4 2 3 1 and 4 4 2 diamond now we haven't really seen the 4 4 2 diamond from Brendan but how does this grab his boys right go for it Brown at the, t- the, t- the bottom of the diamond right Armstrong and Cham in the middle okay. Rogic in front King Eddie and Dembele up front. See, that's good, but that leaves our, out... Our wingers aren't playing well Aye. now. Sinclair was better yesterday, and for how good the left-hand side was, it was the complete opposite on the right-hand side. Yeah, totally. Lustig did absolutely nothing going forward, and Forrest had a Bayata V Rangers yesterday. <laughs> the only problem with the diamond is, if we're going to do that, we need Tierney, and we need a Tierney-like full-back on the other side to give us width, but... Come on. Stephen's boy there. Gambler, exactly. I know. I know. Forrest had a bit of a Boyata v Rangers, but Boyata had a bit of a Boyata mm. v Rangers. Hooked at, hooked at half time. Tactical reasons, apparently. Tactical reasons. He's Ta- pish. Yeah, yeah. The tactics <laughs> being he's pish and get Jack Hendry on. I wonder if he's been rushed back from his injury a wee bit. Boyata. Yeah, because he he was supposed to be out a lot longer, was he not? And then came back and played mm. like that against Rangers. Yeah, and hasn't looked good since really. So I wonder if he's been rushed back and he just. <laughs> He just wasn't at it at all. So many simple passes. And it was the same with Forrest, actually. That's a good comparison. So many simple passes and every dribble just didn't work for Forrest either. So I, I don't know. It was the right thing to take the, um, Boyata off at halftime, to be honest. Leaves is a bit of a problem. We're going to, we really are going to win the league, but we're sort of building Jinxed towards it. this, <laughs> building towards this semi final. We need to start to see yeah. what team's going to play. And I think that's why he done it. But right now, you, you can't play Boyata because his confidence is shot to pieces. It's As Stephen said, it was simple passes and they weren't going near the player. They were going out of the park. It was woeful. It was one of those ones where, again, like you said, the Rangers game, get him off for his own sake. Forrest as well. Nothing was coming off and it was just basic stuff. He looks so, so unsure of himself as he well, even the ball was at his feet. I know he, 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 we talk about that all the time, he doesn't look good with the ball at his feet, which is an absolutely incredible thing for us to be talking about <laughs> for, for a footballer. For a footballer. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Cowdy just left him every time mm, he had yeah. the ball, they didn't close him down and teams do that. But then we've got Jozo will be back after his suspension, yep. but would you be comfortable throwing him in? Jack Henry can't play against Rangers because we didn't sign him till the last game, right. the last day of the window. And Compey has passed away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot. I totally, yeah, totally forgot. Kouassi weren't even on the bench, so we've still got a problem in there. Who's going to partner Aya for this this game? And it's got to be sorted. We've got Dundee and Hamilton before the Rangers game, so we need I, to. Sort I mean, it. Is, where's the impetus for someone to come in and play well? Because it's, I mean, I know there's, there's important. There's a spot there to win. Aye, could... but you're going to win it for seven games. You know, yeah. it's not like come in and stake your claim for the rest of the season. There's there's important games to be played, but I just feel by now we should. No, of our strongest backline. Same of uh, Daniel Prodan with Marvin Comper as well. If you don't, oh, don't know, tell Chris Commons. If you don't remember Daniel Prodan, ask your dad. He was a. <laughs> did he? Did he play at all for no, Rangers? Never, no, never no. one game. He came them. with a knee injury and then got another knee injury or something, didn't yeah. he? He was a big name at the time. Oh, huge! Oh, yeah, yeah. International, two yeah. million bucks. I'm That's sure. right. Scott Sinclair. I thought I felt he was back. He had that back up down the left. The only thing. I was disappointed in the left hand side because McGregor got himself into a lot of great positions, but he's he's cross. He, he sort of played it like into the midriff height instead of mm. Tierney was always cut back across yeah. the ground, and it's a tap in. Whereas if you put it across at a 
not a big height, but off the ground. It's harder for somebody to get a touch. But anyway, Sinclair went down the left, a lovely wee touch to drag it back, and the guy just kicked his leg, and the moose steps up, and he only misses them against Barcelona. He will bag <laughs> them every time. He just strolls up and strolls it in. Aye, it was, it was, it was terrific. I was quite impressed that it was... Scott Sinclair, I thought he might have taken the penalty. I had a feeling Scott Sinclair might have been back. I put five pounds on him to score three goals. Oh, I <laughs> said that to Stephen yeah. on the way in. Did you? Yes. That's right. I put my money where my mouth was and, and lost it all. It, it's incredible that he's still the top scorer. Yeah. Sinclair. I can't yeah. remember the last time he scored, but it's good to get Dembele his goal and continue and he's, he's pretty pretty decent pretty scoring form, form right? recently because it, it was sort of quiet against Ross County he, didn't, he caused a lot of problems didn't get a, he should have scored actually in the first half there was a run where he and Armstrong both had really kind of slappy snaps kind of snapshots at, uh, at the bottom corner there was one I can't remember if it was Dembele's or Armstrong's or everyone the far side thought it was in everyone kind of over towards the, the, the away fan thought it was in but uh, he probably should have done better with that overall but a, a decent 6.5 7 out of 10 for Moussa I thought I can't really complain with Moussa it was possibly the I thought we were playing really well. Ross County maybe had the odd bit of possession, but the sending off it sort of didn't work against us. But <laughs> and setting your own joke about how lucky they were to go down to ten yeah. men. Yeah. It just <laughs> meant they sat back and offered absolutely nothing going forward. They were, Ross County were crap. I mean, they were they're just a hammer throws. I'll be happy to see them relegated. Yeah, they offered nothing. Ha- absolute hammer throws. That was an outrageous tackle on Scott Brown's tackle. It was. It was, <laughs> a, it was an outrageous stamp. I don't know what the guy was thinking, but we we've sort of been talking about it a lot. Like teams are sharing the fills about. Nelly, you've touched on it, and there's a lot of fouls happening against Celtic players, but there seems to be a target on Scott Brown's back the last mm. the last month or so. There's Aberdeen, Motherwell, this game. There's there's a lot going into Scott Brown at the moment. I think it's, that comes with just being Scott Brown yeah, at the moment yeah, because it comes he does with the swagger. He does put out that energy. He yeah. does put out that come and get me energy sort of thing. So I, I don't I understand it, but the the, the I mean assault itself. Yeah. I actually missed it at the game because it was being fouled so heavily yeah. in the run. I turned to look at the ref as if to say, well, come That's on exactly here. Done, and yeah. I missed the, the stamp. I was like, what the hell happened there? Because everyone everyone obviously cracked up. Stuart Armstrong was furious. I was, oh, Stuart Armstrong. Yeah. And Stuart Armstrong's soft. So <laughs> it was actually Stuart Armstrong's reaction that made me realise how bad yeah. it was because I'm like, to get Stuart Armstrong that angry. I know. It was a shocker and for Scott Brown to stay down after it as yeah. well. But it seems to be working. I mean, teams are trying to get into Scott Brown and what's that? Three of them have been sent off in the last five games against him. So keep it up, guys. Aye, aye. Keep, keep up. it up. It's great for us. But he'll just get up and get on with it. Stuart Armstrong, it was good to see the fight. I wasn't sure if the ref was going to send him off, but it was a clear red. It was a disgusting tackle. He yeah. could have ripped a satchel there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, uh, I, I thought we passed the ball about brilliantly. I thought from there's there's times when we didn't we weren't in that much trouble, but we played our way out of the fence all the way up to attack. I thought the way we spread the ball from side to side, it was it was an, it was a terrific Celtic performance, especially it was, and especially as the home form hasn't been great at points yeah. this season. That was much better than some of the stuff we've got at, at home. Could have been doing another few goals, I reckon. That yeah. could have been six or seven that game realistically, but I can't really grumble with three. Yeah, Brendan mentioned that after the game that the ground staff had done well to get the pitch it did looking look good, so good, actually, yeah. and he said it helped helped our passing, helped our, how we were. I mean, the, the Motherwell game we played, the pitch wasn't great there, was it? We're back at home now. Just feel like now's the time, kick on. Two home games, Hamilton game, then on to the biggie. And as much as we don't like to make excuses on here, anything can happen after an international break, and especially having not played at home for, for so long. I mean, 
teams have caused Celtic problems at Celtic Park this season, so it was good to just get that that done with no no issues whatsoever. The whole game, like from start from the very start, Armstrong was great. He deserved a goal, and when he got it, ball was sort of stuck under his feet a bit, but mm. he got it out and got the shot away. And he's good at that. He's a right-footed player, yeah. but he seems to finish very well. He finds that corner. He does. Quite a lot. It's hard to defend against, but he deserved a goal. He, maybe it was a bit of relief for him as well. He, w- he wasn't great against Motherwell before the international break, but played well for Scotland, and hopefully now we can see him kick on I need to take back what I said on the last episode about how I wasn't really that bothered to see him go because we, we talked about how I think someone gave us a question um, would you would you give Stuart Armstrong a new contract just now and I, I kind of said I'm not that bothered because it doesn't look as if he wants to be here and I, I, I do need to take that back because I'm guilty of sometimes forgetting how good he can be but not without reason because it's been a long time since I've seen that kind of format yeah. of him to be fair and, and, and a player that doesn't want to sign a contract whether we want to admit it or not as fans it changes things oh it does do you know what I mean if, if a player look, Celtic, yeah. Yeah, if, if he looks like he's going you know and, and sure Armstrong is a good player and he's capable of that performance but if he's going then I, st- I still think we could get someone that can play like that you never know it, it might not be a case I mean I've just always the whole way along the line just assumed he wants to go to England but, but he did sign a new contract in fairness to him so he might just be the, the type of guy who wants to always keep his options open he might just be happy be yeah. comfortable signing two year contracts every so often but you, you, you're quite I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if he went and I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed because he, yeah. he's, like, he, he's a smart guy he might be weighing up his options and he might say look I'm not going to get a bigger club I'm not going to work with a better manager mm. but again we, we touched on it last week when someone asked us the question he, he wants. He probably won't earn a lot of money. And, and yeah, he, and, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. I know that's frowned upon in football. Oh, you're chasing the money and all that. But he, he already has experienced a lot of success in his career so far. So I wouldn't blame him at all to go and think right, I can yeah. go and triple my money. I'd like to really like to keep him. Uh, it's all well and good saying we can get another player in, but it's really difficult to replace players for our budget. I, I don't see many players out there like him. And it's a discussion we've had time Scottish and time again about other players like Rogic as well. How how much is it going to cost us to to replace yeah. a Stuart Armstrong? Yeah. And we'll we'll not we'll not be able to spend what we get for no. them in, so it's difficult to replace and these are good players and I'd rather see them tied down and add more good players mm-hmm. rather than have to get other players and replace these guys that's very difficult yeah. especially with the qualifiers let's go and sign another £1.5 million Stuart Armstrong easy as that let's go and find another £500,000 Tom Rokic well John McGinn's getting quoted for £5 million <laughs> you'd rather Stuart Armstrong than John I would, McGinn I would, I, would, I would rather Stuart Armstrong than John McGinn yeah. Tom Rogic gets his goal but this goal summed up James Forrest's performance for me <laughs> <laughs> People have, been laughing go- about this at the game, yeah. people have been saying about James Forrest being player of the year and I've said it's mental. Look, the guy's playing <laughs> the guy is playing back. good for James Forrest. I cannot deny that. He was good at the start of the season, but since the January break, I can't really remember him making too much of an impact. Paddy Roberts is now there and I feel he deserves a place in the team because he is a better player and I think he offers more. But Forrest, nothing worked out for him. It got to the point with him as well as that. Just take him off because mm. it's not fair in the mm. guy leaving him on when you've got players that can replace him. He, a simple pass from the distance of me and you are sitting right now and he passed it straight to the Ross County player. Which for the listeners who can't see it is 100 metres. <laughs> in different rooms. Uh, <laughs> Celtic, uh, they managed to work it back. He got the ball, played it inside to Rogic and Rogic with some brilliant feet and just puts it, waits till the keeper goes down, plays it past him. It was a good goal but 
I think Forrest was really relieved. I watched him after it. He was celebrating himself and then he ran over to Rogic. I think he was just relieved that he'd managed to contribute something because mm. his head was starting to go a bit. But great from Rogic again and another guy. His get head, him signed up. His head was sinking even further in his shoulders <laughs> than it normally is. Yeah, yeah. Forrest, Forrest was poor. But, but Rogic, I mean, Rogic had several really spectacular efforts in that mm. game as well. And one, one was a colour that just went over the bar. But another one was... I don't know how he does this, but Tom Rogic does it all the time. He hits balls that are that are far too high to have any right to hit. Mm. How he manages to swing his hips and come over the top mm. of those balls that are about shoulder height is, is incredible. <laughs> but he somehow managed to do it. It was just off target, but it was an absolutely incredible chance. Seems like I feel Rogic and Armstrong they haven't played all season, so they're kind of fresh. I think they'll be vital when they're running yeah. now. Just the, the energy from Armstrong and the quality from Rogic, hopefully now. I mean, that left-hand side, you've got, if Tierney comes back, Tierney, Armstrong, Sinclair down that side. If I get my way in, uh, Roberts comes in for Forrest. And then you've got Rogic. I mean, How do you that's think Roberts looked when he came on? I thought he looked... Scott Brown got a stamp in his testicles. I got a tickle from Paddy <laughs> That was majestic, that stuff at the end. It was pegging guys for fun. It was worth going and sitting in the cold alone for that. I, I it pity, was brilliant. I pity anyone who left early, the, the last 10 minutes because it, it took for the last like 15 seconds of the game and Roberts went out just nutmegged about three players in a row just at the very end of the game it's worth it worth it to have him in the team for that and we're talking about all these options we've still never mentioned that Charlie Misonda we've still got, no. still got one of the, the most highly rated young players in Britain sitting there doing absolutely nothing we've also I, got one of the most highly rated players in Europe Edward didn't even get on because course, we had yeah. to give Griffith time to get on the pitch right. I mean, as we said the bench I'm, he could have put on all of them and it would have been I'm relaxed about Misonda to be yeah. perfectly honest, I, I think, I mean, he's, he's relatively just in the door. Like you say, Millie, there's players ahead of him in the queue. Um, he'll, get, he'll get game time. He's here for a year and a half. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's, there's undoubted talent in the guy. I mean, Stephen got there early yesterday and he was like, Misonda has just been side-footing that ball. Yeah. Like, I saw Ronaldinho where he side-foots it up in the air, miles, mm. and it just comes down and he just does it again. The guy's technique is unbelievable. It just might take him a wee bit to adapt. Roberts took a while to adapt and then come in. But this maybe once the league's sewn up, I think we'll see Musonda come in then and we'll get the benefits next season. Yeah, he was doing like in-step keepy-ups, like way up in the air, like 50 feet up in the air and they just let it fall back down on his foot and doing the same again. And then he was doing keepy-ups with his shins, like left and right, just bouncing off his shins. I do keepy-ups with my shins, but I'm aiming to do it with my foot. It just, <laughs> it just comes off my shin. Um, who's up next? Neil McCann. Neil McCann. sitting in the stand, spewing. Aye, we nearly suspended for this one, that's a no shame. No wonder. I know. As I say, he's like a man on the very, very edge. <laughs> um, Scott Bain can't play against Sunday United. No, we've got a bit of a problem. So, no Scott Bain, and it's got to be Doris or Craig Gordon might be back. Well, Craig so. Gordon is doing some light exercising after the game on the pitch, but I, I think it'll be Doris. Uh, Scott Brain. Brain? Hmm, pinky and the brain. Pinky and the Scott Brain. <laughs> Scott Bain said he wants to stay at Celtic. That was another one that came out. It, it, he, again, didn't hold back at much like Scott Sinclair. He, I want to stay here. I love it here. Me being here, I can reach my full potential. I don't think there's a ceiling at this club. You can go as high as you possibly can go. Um, and, and Brendan Rogers. Not, not for him, he's five foot six. Oh, yeah, well, that's <laughs> as high as he can go. Um, Brendan Rogers said, for me, in terms of the work he's done, he's absolutely perfect. This first game for Ibrox to us was wonderful. A demonstration of personality, technique, and composure under pressure. His profile is well suited to being here. 
it looks like it looks like I mean if both parties can get a deal done it looks like he's probably going to stay well, he's, we, out, he's out of contract so it's just a case of getting yeah. a contract for the guy a wee nod to him for the Ross County game as well he made a great save at nothing yeah, each yeah. Uh, when Ross County just played a couple of simple wee balls over mm-hmm. the top and it just caught the defence completely out Ben made a great save again, yeah it? yeah Ben made a great save but he did once again he just did everything that was required of him that's exactly it there was no point in the game where I was worried about a goalkeeper no. Made the saves he had to make. He got the ball, got it away, found his passes. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Just that's the best I can say for him. He was just did his job and no worries about having him in the team. It's nice having a goalkeeper that can save shots, isn't it? <laughs> it's, 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 nice. it's even a, it's a tribute to how how confident the, the amount of confidence he's instilled in the fans. That would well, it's only taking us to now to mention him at all. Yeah. I had to go back into the game to, to give us a wee nod to Scott Bain because kind of forgot he was there. So when when can we win the league? Then it's looking like the first game of the split if everything goes. It's more dependent on other teams dropping yeah. points because we are our points are dividable by three. We might need to go that one extra game. We'll be possibly goal difference ahead, but to see what it doesn't count when it's. I don't think it mathematically counts. No, when you're, we, yeah. we done it against Hearts last year, but with a better goal That's difference right. by about hundred. So <laughs> That's right. It will happen. It just depends. They'll be waiting to see how we get the next two games go because they don't want a Glasgow derby as the decider mm. so no, they don't want Rangers embarrassed anymore I, I, I'd like to see Rangers not finish second I, I would I'd like, love to see it not like love to see it uh, I would, I would, yeah. well I'd love to see it as well because again there's just all this false talk about Rangers meanwhile Haber, Haberdeen that's <laughs> Hibs and Aberdeen joined <laughs> meanwhile Aberdeen and Hibs are just plugging about going mm. about their business yeah, it seems to be the top six this season are really are like the top six. The, yeah. The, the results at the weekend, there wasn't any shock results. The Aberdeen, Hibs, Celtic, Kilmarnock all won at home. The only shock was Motherwell didn't win at home, but that was a uh, best ref. That was everybody should have won because that was, that, was, that was a dodgy one. Rangers, I mean, we don't really talk about them much until it, it comes around to us playing them, but Rangers have been dismal. And just speaking of the, the race for second, I, mean, I, I thought they would... When they, they kind of turned it around a wee bit under Murty, I thought they would finish second pretty handily, yeah. to be honest. But they've, they've we, killed not, their, we killed, yeah. we killed their and confidence. That... When I, I spoke about Neil Lennon having players that are beyond the reach of most of the, other, the rest of the league, so have Rangers. I mean, they've got guys like Graham Dorans and Danny Alves and all. And not Danny Alves, eh, Bruno Danny Alves. Alves. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Danny. don't have Danny Alves. You see uh, Rangers like Cranshaw go. Oh. Um, Graham Murty, curiously, paradoxically said, one of the best players we've ever worked with technically on the ball he's absolutely brilliant but we're letting him go well he, he put it more grandiose than that he said he was one of the best players he'd ever coached what did you teach him Graham <laughs> <laughs> again about 95 caps for Croatia and he comes into Rangers for about 5 minutes and I coached him and that put me in mind of Barry Ferguson last season Barry Ferguson He's a, he's a wise guy. He's a football thinker. He's he's part of the Scottish football intelligentsia. Yes. Barry Barry Ferguson, ex manager and Rangers captain, his joint eleven, um, which they were quite popular. Do you remember at a point where joint elevens were yeah. quite popular until we murdered them and showed them that none of their players deserved to even share the same pitch as us? His joint eleven was Craig Gordon. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. The Blue Cafu, who we just discussed, fair enough. Yeah. Danny Wilson, no longer at Rangers. <laughs> uh, Sviatchenko, no longer at Celtic. <laughs> uh, Lee Wallace. Over Kieran Tierney Passed away yeah. Yeah. Scott Brown Yeah fair enough mm-hmm. Joey Barton No longer at Rangers <laughs> Azerbaijan De Halliday Doesn't get a game for Rangers <laughs> Kenny Miller Doesn't get a game for Rangers Nico Cranshaw No longer at Rangers And Lee Griffiths In and out the Celtic team What a sight <laughs> What a sight <laughs> No Scott Sinclair No Scott Sinclair That's not even That's not even a combined bench Imagine what the opposite Would do to that If you picked a, a, he, 
a select I mean you would only have Scott Brown from that team yeah. really and probably Craig Gordon imagine what the rest of the players would do to <laughs> that team he could have done a worse job if with, he tried with Dembele and Ayer and, and Armstrong this and is the guy that wants to be a manager he, he wants to be a manager all he does now is watch football in a way I respect him more like he, he's just tied you know he's died in the wool yeah. he knows he's Rangers and he's never going to deny it so he's not going to come out and pick Celtic players over Rangers like if I was asked to pick a starting 11 and Rangers were better than Celtic I'd pick Celtic players <laughs> why would you be professional <laughs> why, would you, why would you be uh, and that's us reached the end of this week's podcast back, back to regular podcasting um, any other business I suppose we've, we've got the Patreon which we launched last week uh, just want to say huge thanks to absolutely yeah. everyone who's already signed up on faith because as you listen to this the first episode of the Patreon will just be out as an interview with Sean Maloney um, but yeah a huge thanks to absolutely everyone who's already signed up uh, for those of you who are still getting questions of, of what is Patreon a few people mm-hmm. want to know Patreon is a website um, just google Patreon 20 Minute Tims and it will take you to a website where it lets you contribute and support the podcast in exchange for extra content yeah. uh, and what we're doing is if, if you want to support the podcast we would appreciate it hugely and we're going to do at least two extra podcasts a month for those for those who support the podcast um, but as far as this goes nothing's going to change this, no, no. this this podcast will remain as it is always doing the weekly podcast always doing wee extras all the back catalogue will always stay the same you know nothing's going to change if, if, if you don't want to get involved um, but yeah genuinely thanks very much to everyone who contributes and check it out at patreon.com slash 20 minute tims zero and that's us thanks for listening Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.